sometimes you can look at a guy on social media and like, oh, I wish my abs looked that way, you know. Or you look at some of these travel bloggers and you're like, oh, I wish I could travel as frequent as this person does. Sometimes it's hard for you to be appreciative for the life that you live in when you're constantly comparing yourself to other people. Which is why in this episode, we decided to take a look at the impact of social media on one's mental health. And in this episode, we have Ella, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Take for example, there's a lot of people who, are, who usually make the argument that social media upholds, or people on social media who are really, really successful hold these standards, these beauty standards, and that kind of negatively impacts either younger people too as well. Like, you know, if it's guys, you see guys who are flexing their wealth on there, and then that may make younger people guys feel, feel, you know, insecure mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. So could you touch on that particular I think that there was a point in my life where I was, there was a point, I think when, between 24 and, I'm 26 now, turning 27, but between the ages of 24 and 25, I was at that point where I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, you know, I'm trying to figure out my career, my finances are shaking, like, there are just too many moving parts. And then I would go online and then I would see these people, like these influencers that were around my age, probably younger, like, you know, they had like massive houses, hella dollars, like, you know, trips here and there. I was like, bro, I can only afford a trip to Superstore. Like this, how are y'all finding this money? So like, so to me, I'm just like seeing those things. And then sometimes I started to question myself, like, am I, am I, like, am I, doing okay in life like when i think about where people are versus like where i'm supposed to where i'm supposed to be like am i am i actually doing okay and for for that year there are times where i'm like oh, i shouldn't compare myself and then i remind myself like i shouldn't compare myself to strangers on the internet and my therapist says it like shouldn't compare yourself to strangers on the internet they're only giving you the highlights reels just like the nobody's going to come and post that for example and uh, something that people talk about is or friendship goals or couple goals and like if couples are actually fighting they're not going to post it on instagram you're not going to see that so like why are you comparing yourself to the best version of them you're comparing your whole self to just like a clip of them that is good and they're showing you that so there i had times where i was like oh i feel like i'm failing like i don't have a i don't have a good job i don't have money like my finances are kind of all over the place i don't have this i don't have that um i think it just made me lose compassion for myself because it made me forget that there were things that there were things that i that I was actually doing, there were things that were going good for me and I was trying my possible best. Like I just had no compassion for myself because I'm like, oh, I could be this, I could be that, I could have this, I could. I feel like I need to hustle, like I need to like work harder, like see people are just living life, like what am I doing in my life? But I was hustling, like I was trying my hardest to figure out my life. But I think just seeing people and seeing them flaunt that and just seeing all of the things that they had, I'm just like, well, my hustle is, is not enough. I feel like I'm backwards. Like this, where do we go from here at this point? But I think something that has really helped me is like I've been going to therapy like on and off for years. And I think that has really helped me a lot because I'm able to sit down and remind myself like, hey, like this is not, this, this is not real life number one 
and even if say it is even if i had friends in real life that were doing okay and had all those things like you you have a very different journey from them like you have an entirely different journey um but i also do understand that a lot of people might not have that same insight or might not have that same awareness or sometimes people can't stop themselves from like thinking you know this is a stranger on the internet that i don't know i don't need to feel like i'm a failure because i can see all that they're doing um something that i kind of wish more influencers would do is just be more transparent about certain things so even in terms of like being a business owner being a content creator being like a woman being a person of color like whatever that looks like for you like just be more transparent about your experiences so people don't feel alone people don't feel like it's just dumb um i remember recently i i was looking for a job let me backtrack in 2022 mm-hmm. in 2022 I did this, you know, this Q&A just on Instagram story. I'm like, ask me a question. So I was like, oh, what's your, like, what are some of your goals? I said, the biggest goal for me is to find another job. The job that will not scatter my mental health. Like, I just want peace of mind. I don't want my mental health to be shaking. I'm losing edges. I'm breaking out. The whole shebang. I'm like, no, I just need a new job. And I need it to be remote. And I need it to be good paying. Just like, you know, all all that good stuff, right? And over the year, every so often, I would talk about, you know, my struggles with, like, looking for a job and job search. Because on LinkedIn, you see somebody open for work. The next day, Go. I'm happy to announce that I have accepted a position. Bro, <laughs> and sometimes I see those... those I'm like, I have actually, Derek, I am happy for you. But. But I've also been open to work for a while now. So you see that there is an issue here because if there's something I'm doing wrong, you can just let me know that. I have updated my resume. I have updated LinkedIn. I have paid for the premium. I have reached out to people. <laughs> Not the premium. <laughs> I have paid for the premium. I am applying for at least five to six. Some days I apply to ten jobs. I'm telling you, just keep applying every day. Just, just keep applying. It's just click, it's just I'm just like, it. bro, I don't just need see. Apply, apply, and like, what apply. I don't need right now is your motivational. Like, I don't need the motivational speeches. Because if you can just tell me what you did, so that I can do just that. Because two of us were open to work together. All of a sudden, you have found a job. <laughs> Seven months later, I'm still here. Make it make sense. So like. That was like the job search. I was I, like, I remember being so like frustrated, like shedding tears. Like I was, I, like I had times where I was just really frustrated. Yeah. Like I'll come back home and I will be crying. Like I even had pictures where I was like, my eyes were swollen because I cried so hard. I was like, this can't be real. Like I'm not happy at this job. Like, and I feel like, you know, what you do for work sometimes can affect you a great deal because you're spending 40 hours a week with these yep. people. If you're even living with somebody, that's probably more time than you spend with this person too, if yep. they're also going to work and doing other things. Yep. So I remember talking about it on social media. Every so often I'm like, oh, like I applied for this job and I didn't get it. Or like I had this interview or I've applied for five months. Like I haven't gotten any interview. At least give me the interview <laughs> and then not give me the job. At least call me for the interview and then not give me the job. But the fact that I wasn't even getting interviews, I said, I, because if there's something wrong with me, you can just... Just say, just, 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 just
do you get? Yeah. But I think just talking about it over the oh like yeah. over the year, over 2022, mm-hmm. I remember doing like a to-do list thing. I'm like, oh my to-do list today, apply for jobs, apply for six jobs, apply for seven jobs. And then towards the end of 2022, I got a job. But then because I was so open and transparent about it, I also posted I'm like, yo. Y'all, your girl got a job. It's not fully remote, but it's hybrid. Look, it will do. It will do. Like, that a is, win is a win. A win is a win. A win is a, a, win. Win, is a win. You get So just, like, sharing about that, I remember people messaging me, like, oh, my God, like, I'm also applying for jobs right now. Like, I really, really appreciated your post because it showed that it's not... It's, it's not a rosy process. Like, it's not that easy. And this is just... I mean, this is an example, but I feel like... I wish more people would be open about certain things. So just be transparent about mm-hmm. real life things, just so people are not saying the just the finished product or like the highlight reel and then they're comparing themselves. Because yeah. even if I'm like, you know, say for example, I was balling, showing you all my money, my wealth, everything, you understood that a year ago I was out here hustling. Like you saw the process. Like we kind of mm-hmm. all lived through this process together. Mm-hmm. So I would kind of hope that when people see that they're not as hard on themselves because it's like well like you know this was kind of the process and we got here like i'm not doing so bad if it's taking me a year to look for a job yeah right so yeah yeah. that makes sense in this episode we talked about uh, social media and its Mm -hmm. impact on our mental health and i feel like uh, a lot of us young youth younger guys like when we're younger when we talk about social media and its impact on us it's there's a lot of friends that we had, you know, mm-hmm. or not necessarily friends or people who were around us or we saw in different countries who were probably the same age, you yep. know, you know, living the show in the, a better lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's easy when they tell you, oh, this is just a snapshot yeah. of people's life. It's not real. It's just social media. It's hard for you to believe it when you're younger. Yeah. So you tend to think or have this expectation that your life should look like that. Mm-hmm. and you start doing a lot of things and making moves that you shouldn't make or you start having uh, internal turmoil when you think about uh, what things, your mates yeah. are doing in a, across the world or a different mm-hmm. countries. So it's, it's hard for you not to take that in and process it and factor into your own life mm-hmm. and makes it difficult for you to sometimes even appreciate your own life, So which is what um, made us have this conversation with Ella and where she shared her own perspective on social media and her own relationship with it and how it's a big part of our life now. And it's something we have to talk about. So today we have Zainab here, our therapist. <laughs> our very own. <laughs> our very own. To just talk about um, the conversation we have with Ella and your whole yeah. touch on the whole topic. Right. So a few thoughts right away. Um, I think Ella did a great job of articulating um, what some of the challenges are, I think, that most people experience. Um, I really enjoyed her very funny anecdote about the LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, and and the guy was, you know, who got the job, and she said, I've been open to work, I paid for the premium, and <laughs> it's all these things. And I said, wow, even on LinkedIn, in a place whereby it's meant to be like, oh, this is like, you know, the healthy side of social media. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's often perceived yeah, to be. Yes. Um, there's still some of those challenges. And I think, you know, one of the um, biggest considerations for us, you know, to understand in this new age is like, in the past, decade and a half or even two um, there's been a reformation to several industries when it Mm -hmm. comes to social media and I think even in the psychological field we've also experienced that Mm -hmm. um, in the sense of like you know research and you know a new arm of psychology called cyber psychology um, which kind of like 
you know, kind of helps us understand the impacts of social networking sites and social media um, and its sociological impacts as well as, as some of the psychological um, considerations we must have um, because so many people around the world are using yeah. um, these platforms now. And so it impacts, you know, a, it, it's a social determinant of health, I think it's beginning to become. And so in academia, it's something that's, you know, beginning to be mm-hmm. really heavily studied and researched. So that's good. And so as we continue to develop, we'll be able to kind of know a little bit more about it. But some social considerations, I think, that um, we need to have even as we move forward um, in this new age, essentially, <laughs> or not so new anymore, um, is, is kind of the impact it has on our interaction and communication, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, she alluded to something like, okay, I'm open to work. What does that mean? I'm online on LinkedIn and, you know, representing yourself as that, you know, social interactionism when it comes to like the use of emojis as a way to kind of show Emotions. what you're feeling and like, you know, what likes mean on Instagram. A like could mean someone likes you or they like the picture, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, comments, yeah. posts, reposts, all sorts of things, retweets, you know, our communications p- patterns have changed. It affects finance. It affects consumerism. Like you said, you know, young men are, you know, they have the fake rollies like <laughs> one of you guys had mentioned in the video. And then also, um, you know, trying to buy and like out buy the next person and have this new designer thing and that thing. Um, privacy concerns. We have legislations that have been changed. Um, of course, we have, um, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard of the child protection. I think it's a child protection. Act, um, yeah. Protection yeah. and privacy. Act, COPA, I think it's called, <laughs> um, you know, just to protect children online. So we have to have those considerations as well yeah. for kids. Then yeah. um, there's also the bits about privacy laws and politics. Are we able to campaign online? Like, what does that look like? Overloading, yeah. you know, people's feeds with like this, you know, political advocate or this, mm-hmm. you know, politician versus this one. And how are we influencing people um, when it comes to the you know, political landscape. So the social media world is a, is a changing and evolving landscape. Like we can't keep up with it. We, I think we've created, you know, a bit of a interesting dynamic, yeah. I think across the world um, that many people have to deal with. And so, you know, with the, that being the social impact that we kind of look at what are the resulting um, psychological um you know, impacts of that. I mm-hmm. feel like I'm using the word impact so much, but there is yeah, a massive a impact of, a here, impact. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, I mean, you know, again, anxiety, depression, of course, right away, mm-hmm. that's a massive thing. Mm-hmm. We have addiction. Um, again, you know, if we, if we look at the way the brain works, let me just kind of put a little bit of a snapshot to it. So you have this revolving, like, dopamine response. So you pick up your phone, there's a notification. 100 people liked your post. Wow, that's amazing. You're happy. You put your phone down. Dopamine levels decrease. You're not happy anymore. <laughs> you pick up your phone. Oh, this is great. This person commented on my photo. Then you put your phone down. After that dopamine high, it you know, kind of comes back down yeah. again. So we're constantly doing this, and a person can have a lot of those experiences you know, five, six, seven times a day. Um, that can't be healthy for the brain, right? So that's a huge aspect of things that, you know, we kind of have to consider. Um, Then, of course, there is aspects of, like, body dysmorphia or, like, body image issues when we... When it comes to comparison, comparison mm-hmm. of lifestyles, 
there's a bit about the identity issues, of course, as well when people kind of have um, issues understanding who they are. And I think, you know, we were discussing earlier about Eric Erickson and, and kind of that, that understanding of like, um, you know, who am I in this world and what is my impact? And so there's two parts to that which begin in adolescence. <laughs> and so essentially you're looking at understanding, okay, you know, what is my part to play in this context of the world and what is the moral um, road that I want to go down and what is my, what, it, what, what, actions, um, what are the impacts of the actions that I make from, from moral understanding, right? And so a lot of these things um, kind of have a bit of a, a massive part to play when it comes to person's psychological health, and so mm -hmm. we want to be very careful with how we use um, social media. And so some statistics around that, mm -hmm. um, so of course anyone who spends more than 10 hours a week um, on social media and you know what our iPhones I don't know about Android I'm an Apple girl but yeah. um, our iPhones actually have those you know screen time the screen, screen time yeah. it comes up it's like you spend this amount of hours on there you really want to watch that that's a great thing to know yeah. um, because there's increased levels of anxiety and depression if you're over 10 hours a week um, 10 hours a week, week. exactly so <laughs> 10 hours a week guys <laughs> think about that if you're over that then so you do might say that again so if you would, you would <laughs> <laughs> so i'll read out the actual statistic for yes you. please so it says people who spend over 10 hours on social media per week are 56 percent more likely to report being unhappy having psychological um, issues such as anxiety and depression than those who spend less time on social media networking sites. Exactly. Mm. And then spending more than three hours on social media a day puts an adolescent at a higher risk for mental health problems or psychopathologies. So, yeah, those are some great numbers. Three hours a day. Three hours a day. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm good. You're good? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Sigh of relief. Good, good, <laughs> That's good, great. Yeah. So, yeah, we really want to kind of, um, you know, consider how we use these things and of course one other consideration I think that isn't often talked about is just when we have um, things like social media it's so easy to paint it as this like bad thing yeah. like you know this is a it's an issue we have to deal with it and all these things social media in itself isn't necessarily bad um, it's what you do with it so of course it's catalytic in nature which means it can you know speed mm -hmm. up or you know kind of exacerbate any other um, psychopathologies a person might have and so when we look at some of these cross-sectional studies like there was a study done in PubMed by this doctor Igor um, I think Igor Pantic I think is his last name and he was just kind of looking at some of the impacts of these of social media networking sites um, this is a little bit of an older one, I think, in the past 10 years, um, and its future considerations, right, um, over the next little while, like from that time that he did the research. And, you know, the understanding was that we don't know how bad it's going to get, but we need to get prepared, um, you know, for, for, you know, kind of how it's going to change the landscape of psychology. And um, another thing to understand is that in these cross-sectional studies, a lot of times we're not necessarily looking at the correlational um, analysis, even though something correlates. So, for example, your use of social media, um, the amount of time you spend, you know, directly correlates with, like, your levels in depression or your scaling with depression anxiety or like exacerbated symptomology when it comes to like BPD or bipolar disorder mm -hmm. um, or any other kind of issues, mental health issues. 
um, there might be a correlation there, but that doesn't necessarily mean causation. So if you have any of these predisposed conditions, then you might want to kind of watch your usage of social media as it can exacerbate some of those things. So now I think what I really want to boil this down to is really just focusing on what can we do to mitigate some of these concerns, okay. right? Um, so your use the time that you spend on social media and also the content, you want to quickly investigate who am I following and what are they <laughs> what are they sharing with me to consume yeah. right um, these little snippets reels little videos and things like that they're great when the content you know I think there's um, I don't know a, a news article or um, something on the news about like TikTok. how yeah TikTok yeah. you know in China the, the, in yeah. China is like so different from the way it is here and yeah. what they consume is different it's well educational and here it's not necessarily it's like life hacks and like <laughs> some <Amazon>. unproductive <laughs> choreography yes. maybe right or productive for people who are dancers yeah. um, but you know I guess you know we really want to kind of curate that to our taste to fit what it is that we in areas where maybe we want to grow or or maybe ways to seek knowledge or ways to connect with people but you know we want to be careful um, in, in what we're consuming um, and how much time we spend doing that books sure. still exist outside how about still audiobooks exists. Audiobooks are great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's, you know, a social media networking site yeah. yet, but I'm sure they might yeah. turn it into one Something, some yeah. way or yeah. somehow. But I think that, um, you know, we really want to kind of watch that. And also, if you suffer or are challenged with any kind of um, mental health issues, um, you want to really watch and assess for how that affects you mm -hmm. um, and your use. And be a little bit more introspective um, with your usage, usage of social media and uh, try to kind of, you know, of course, get a therapist mm -hmm. if you're struggling. Sometimes, you know, I actually had a client who um, would kind of get news, you know, her news was off of Twitter or off of, and, and her entire timeline was just news, bad news. Yeah. This bomb went off here. This people fell off a plane here, this thing happened here, like, you know, this war is here, this, these are all the details, and it's coming at her, like, you know, and it's causing lots of anxiety, and in her world, it's, okay, the world is ending, all of these terrible things are happening around me, but that's not necessarily the entire truth, right, so for a lot of people, your reality is restricted to your timeline, <laughs> if you change the timeline maybe your reality changes a little bit that's good and also sort of scary wow, wow. a little bit wow you know and then you know we kind of look at the effects on children as well there's so much to go into mm -hmm. in that in that aspect as well when it comes to like you know raising kids in this new um, generation because this is what they do these mm -hmm. are the equipment this is their play right yeah. um, happens on iPads and phones and you know, and of course we want to encourage, you know, traditional conventional playtime, but also we want to limit screen time and also the content of what they are consuming as well needs to be highly monitored. True. And who they are consuming those mm -hmm. things True. with or from is also very key. So that would be my summation of the social media. <laughs> no, it's totally <laughs> shit. No, it's absolutely perfect.
Yeah, yeah. No, that's absolutely perfect. I think this was great. I feel like this um, this gave us some insight, and I feel like it made us see the importance too as well. Yeah. And to see um, how much this could really dictate your whole life. Mm-hmm. And you know, all the, and I feel like because as human beings, we are you know we're wired to, to negative stuff. Like some things are negative, we're wired to it, and we're just simply more drawn to it. We pay more attention to it. So. And to surround yourself all day and consume any negative thoughts and negative mm-hmm. content mm-hmm. and stuff like that can just really put you in a really horrible state of mind. So mm-hmm. I feel like this makes people more conscious, would make people to be more intentional because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what this boiled down to, just be more intentional about your use of social media yeah. as to how much you use it. And be, and be introspective as to see the consequences of whatever you're consuming as to how it makes you feel, right. how it makes you think, or mm-hmm. how you feel on that particular day. So yeah. this is great. Absolutely. This is great. It's perfect yeah. for sure. Yeah. Absolutely.